How are y'all doing? Welcome back. I'm Tristan Sutton, the host of the Revenue Clinic podcast, where our goal is here to help you cure your revenue ailments for your business. Each week, we bring someone here in that's an expert or at the top of their game to help you avoid all the uh, objectives and uh, obstacles you're facing in your business to take it to the next level, especially here in 2019. That's what we're all about this year. So this week, we wanted to make sure that you got your branding right, um, got your name out there in the right alignment. So we got a media maven, a.k.a. Miss Misty Starks, um, to come talk about publicity, PR, what businesses need and what they should be on the lookout for when hiring a PR person or professional and what to expect. Because a lot of people have expectations when they hire a PR person. But once they get through the pro process or program, it's like, eh, it's really not what I expected. So. We're going to help get y'all right today. So, Misty, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. It's been a long time coming, right? Uh, yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with that. All right. And Misty's going to have her own podcast coming soon. So, y'all be on the watch out for no, that. No, no. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, where do I start? Born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana. Who that? I know, right? We're about to go <laughs> to the Super Bowl. Again, mm. I said it. You heard it here first. Wow. Um, probably not first, but second. Um. I moved to Houston after college, been here for like 20 years. Oh, you're, you're almost a native. So, I mean, really. Yeah. Like, um, and I worked in media. My background is as a producer and a writer, um, worked in corporate. I've done everything in communications from here to here. I mean, just all of it. The whole gamut. The whole gamut. Okay. And so then, you know, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur since I was like, wee, hi. And, um, That's not too much higher than right now. <laughs> just like, we got short jokes? We got short jokes? What? Oh, see. All right. I got your number. Make it short. It's statement. all good. It's all good. Um, I'm average height, by the way, for a woman. Okay. Anyway. Said it's immediate. <laughs> I already see what, what this is going to be like for the next hour. Okay. Here we go. Um, see, I didn't lost my train of thought. I was, uh, oh, so I started my own business, uh, Misty Blue Media, back in 2004, kind of on the side. Mm -hmm. And then um, in 2016, I had this amazing opportunity to purchase a PR company from the one and only Phyllis Bailey, who's a, a legend here in Houston for PR. And we had been, we've known each other and been working together for years. And so when I bought her company, that's 3B Resources Group Public Relations, um, I really, things really just took mm -hmm. off from there. And so it's just been a real blessing. Um, I've been so just fortunate to work with so many amazing people and companies and brands. And now here I am. You're here. Killing it. Yeah. I mean, every time I go to an event here in Houston, Misty is there with her phone, with her clipboard, <laughs> making sure it's happening. And I'm excited to have her on here because, you know, she's a very well respected um, entrepreneur and PR rep here in Houston. And so glad for her to be able to be on this platform to share with you what it is to take the business to the next level. So for you all who may have some uh, misconceptions about what PR public relations is, I've um, got a definition for you. Um, PR marketing. PR marketing makes people aware that you exist. Uh, when marketing your new business, a consistent public relations program helps build general awareness of your product, service, or brand. A PR strategy also supplements any direct marketing or advertising efforts and helps you increase your website's ranking Google um, so people can find you more readily. So when thinking about what PR is, think about it as not advertisement, but it's a way to show how your company represents itself, um, how you can get organic traffic and business to your audience on a strategic basis. So would you say that's pretty accurate? 
I would say that's pretty accurate. A lot of people kind of mesh PR and marketing and branding and advertising all together. Mm -hmm. And they're close cousins. Yeah. You know, I really I like to tell my clients and just anyone, you want to have your brand down pat. You want to have your marketing together first, which is really your messaging. What do you stand for? Mm. Um, even some of your physical products. You want to have your website already up and running, your your social media up and running, your logo, all that, all that kind of stuff. What what is it that you want people to know about you, your company, your brand, um, when they when they encounter you? So all of those things need to be in place before you engage a publicist. Mm -hmm. And so PR is really when you think about public relations, there's public relations and media relations. So we're gonna we're gonna just kind of go back to PR one hundred and one right yeah, here. Let's do that. Let's so do that. you know, a lot of times people will come and they say, "Hey, I want more clients for my business. I want more customers." There are a lot of ways you can do that. You don't necessarily have to be in the newspaper, in the magazine, in the media to achieve that goal. So if you know what your goals are, that's number one. Right. Um, there's public relations in the sense that you can relate to the public in many mm -hmm. ways. So if you hire me, mm -hmm. my I might say, okay, well, we're going to go through media. We might do live events. Mm -hmm. We might do some power mapping. We might. There are a lot of things we might do that have nothing to do with okay. getting you on TV. Gotcha. So there's so a difference. That's what everyone wants. That's what everyone wants. I want to be on TV. Right. Because if I get on TV, I'm going to make more sales. There you go. And that's not true, necessarily. <laughs> okay. It can be. We're going to talk about that. Okay. We're going to talk, right, we'll talk about what it is, what it ain't. Okay. <laughs> but keep going with what you were saying. What exactly? So, you know, when it comes to media relations, that's me managing your relationship to the media mm. or to the public through the media. So, you know, just just being aware of what it is you really want. Hmm. Um, some clients, they say they want customers and they do. I'm sure they do. But they really want to be a star. Mm. And that's OK. It's OK to admit that I want to be a star. I want to be the next yeah. insert person here. Yeah. You know, but if you know that, let's let's address that going in so that. We're not wasting time going over here when we should be going over there to, to get you where you really want to be. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, I'm going to type something in here for, real quick for you all. Um, being popular doesn't pay invoices. <laughs> this is true. It's very true. So a lot of people say, hey, I want to be Insta famous. I want to be an influencer. I want to get on the media because if I get that, then money's going to come in. But just because people are aware of you doesn't mean they want to buy from you. True. Yeah. And you have to think about the long game. I mean, it's all everything's strategic. So, yes, you do want to make money. One of the ways you can get that ball rolling is through relationships. Mm -hmm. So if you are going to events all the time, that's great. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you meet people. A lot of times you see the same person, right. the same 25 people at any event you go right. to. And that's okay because eventually one or two or three of the 25 may engage you in business. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, that's part of it. That's all part of the game. But it's the long, it's the long game. It's not, I'm going to get on, you know, XYZ channel. And then the next day I'm going to have 50 million you know, people buy our products. That can happen if you have an amazing product. We saw that with uh, Lydia from, uh, you know, what's the name of her product? But when she was on Shark Tank, Lydia right, Evans. Right, so right. she got on Shark Tank. Two hours later, she sold 40,000 products. So yes. the right type of media yes. and the right type of positioning can get those sales. But just being on the local news is not necessarily going to get you increased. Exactly. And think about that. You know, it's Shark Tank. Right. So people are watching Shark Tank for a reason. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Versus the 10 o'clock news. They're watching right. it for a totally different reason. Yeah. So you got to think about all of those things. And here in Houston, I know there are mm. people who are not in Houston right now. But here in Houston, we have some some shows that I get asked all the time. 
people want to be on this show or that show. And they don't realize that the, their target audience isn't watching that show. Mm. So, you know, if you sell bottled water <laughs> and you're on a show where they're talking about alcohol all the time or whatever yeah. it is, it's, right. it's not for the healthy set. Gotcha. It's for like the folks who want to party all the time. So gotcha. just keeping that in mind would be helpful for you when you're establishing a brand. So know your demographics, know your target audience before you try to get on a certain platform. Because if I'm trying to get on the home shopping network, <laughs> but I'm selling marketing service, it might not be a might good not, fit. Exactly. Might not be a good exactly. fit. Or if I have a steakhouse and I get on the vegan network, might right. not be a good they fit. They wouldn't put you on anyway. But yeah, I see what you're going. You know, you might yeah. finesse somebody. You never know. <laughs> you never know. 2019. Okay. okay. So let's talk about, you said before a business owner reaches out to a publicist or someone in PR industry, mm -hmm. they should have eventually certain things together. I think you said, what were those three things you need to have together? So you definitely want to have your messaging. So what are you talking about? When I see your website, mm -hmm. when I see you anywhere, what is it that you're going to say or do or put out there that's going mm -hmm. to appeal to me? Okay. You want to have your um, website. I know it's 2019 mm -hmm. and not everybody feels like they need a website. Mm -hmm. I like having a website. One, I'm just, I'm just old school like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's old school. I think so. Um, <laughs> but I feel like it's home yeah. because, and it's something you own. Yeah, you know, absolutely. you can, you can build a brand on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all these places, but if they go away, mm -hmm. what do you have? I was out with my space. And, we, and, black and we've seen that with a lot of, you know, I know people who have built uh, amazing brands with millions of followers yeah. and then they get locked out. Yeah. You get locked out of Facebook. You're Absolutely. in Facebook jail. And then what you going to do? So by building your brand on your own platform, mm -hmm. I mean, that's just smart, yeah. you know. And then I would say the third thing, I mean, we do need social media. It mm -hmm. is 2019. So have those things in place, your website, your social media, your messaging. And I would also add know your target audience. And I mean, really know them, yeah. you know, not just, oh, I'm selling to, you know, black women ages 15 to 25. Right. That's fine. But you can't just have one category because yeah. there are a bunch of different um, traits and attributes mm -hmm. among in that category. So it yeah. might be, you know, is it the fly girl or the nerdy girl yeah. or the, you know, who is your audience? Is it the one that watches Real Housewives and Love and Hip Hop or right. Ayana and Oprah? Exactly. <laughs> Two different both. women. Could be both. <laughs> Could be I know both. some folks who are both. I'm you little bit I don't, I don't watch Love and Hip Hop. Okay. I've never really had that. It's all the same. So if you're just tuning in, three things uh, you need to check out before you talk to a public relations uh, specialist is know your messaging. Make sure you have the right verbiage and the copy that talks to your audience. Uh, make sure you have a solid appealing website. That's something that looks like you just kind of created off Vistaprint, um, but a, a legit website that has contact information, things like that. And they have social media presence because like I said, we're in 2019, we're in the social media area. If you don't have that presence, you know, we're actually in a world where people will say, oh, they don't have enough likes. They must not be good at what they do. So they'll go find someone else. So, And please don't believe the hype. I mean, we all know at this point you can buy likes, mm -hmm. you can buy anything today. Yeah. <laughs> so, and what I always tell people is if someone has a lot of likes, you got 10,000 likes, but only two people are engaging, yes. then that's a sign <laughs> that those likes aren't real or there's something wrong with that picture because even just the, as a numbers game, mm -hmm. you're going to have more than that. So just pay attention to that. Pay attention to that. So don't, don't be fooled by the numbers. Mm -hmm. Don't be fooled by the numbers. We got some um, comments from the audience. You know, uh, Vanessa Wade is a fangirl for Misty. Hey, Vanessa. <laughs> All right, we got Mr. Craig Moden. Still waiting to get that invite to that private plane. Pretty cool, equivalent to poem. Misty is the best. 
That's Bernadette. Hey, <laughs> Bernadette. Bernadette. She's uh, a really good friend. Indeed, indeed. All right, so now she's immediate. She's immediate. Bernadette, you know, I, I talk about marketing. Let me know. Shooting my shot all 2019. <laughs> I'm not going to tell them where you work, Bernadette. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. Tell all right, so let's talk about once we got these three pillars, let's say, PR pillars. You can use that. Let's, let's hash mark that. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about PR pillars. Um, you got your messaging, your website, your social media presence. Now they want to come to a publicist. So what does that look like now? What is that vetting process? How do they know if it's a legit publicist or someone that just Instagram Snapchats and says I'm a PR rep? Ooh. <laughs> so the number one thing you want to do is the proof is in the pudding. You mm -hmm. want to see the results. Absolutely. You know, who have they helped in the past? Um, and that's something that's tangible. You can't really fake that. You know, if you're if you're looking for an opportunity to get into the media, you want to find a publicist who's going to get you who's gotten other people in the media mm -hmm. because there are different kinds of publicists. It may yeah. be one person is great at crisis communication. Well, you don't have a crisis. You're trying to get your brand out there, right. although that may feel like a crisis sometimes. So you really <laughs> want to look and see, you know, if you want national media versus yeah. local media, gotcha. you're looking at a publicist who she she or he, they get their clients and all the national media, but they have no local context or vice versa mm -hmm. or someone who can do it all. So mm. you again, I can't stress this enough. You have to know. What it is you want? You you don't. It's not like insert publicist and stir, and all of a sudden you because people think that they think because they've made this financial investment, yeah. this time investment, yeah. that now they're on the cover of Fortune. Now they're on the cover of all these things. Those things can absolutely happen. happen, but well, not the cover. I mean, that, that could happen one yeah. day. But it's just what I like to tell people is you that train should already be in motion. Your mm. train, your business is already in motion. You're adding me to. Mm kind of push i'm i'm the engine in the back i'm like i'm, gotcha. gi I'm giving you that turbo charge gotcha. but you gotta already be running you gotta already be doing your thing so on that though if we're already doing our thing how do we know we're on the right track to pull you in to get us to that point i will tell you oh you'll tell us <laughs> oh okay <laughs> so like for instance you may come to me and say hey i want pr there are some clients i just won't take because they're not ready mm. and that's good for me and for you yeah. so and i'll tell them what they need to do to get ready some clients are just not a good fit. Maybe it's the industry. Maybe yeah. it's a, num a number of things that it could be. Yeah. But you, if you feel like, okay, I have a budget, because mm -hmm. let's be clear, it does yeah. cost money and a lot. Oh, yeah, um, in most cases. You can't just find a good PR rep on Fiverr? Or? You, well, <laughs> shout out to Fiverr. Shout out to Fiverr, Upwork. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. Absolutely. I mean, but... Um, yeah, it's not going to be the same. Okay. <laughs> You're trying to get me in trouble. It's not going to be the same. Um, yeah, let's, let's just <laughs> let's just leave it at that. Okay. So we 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 realize we're on the right track. We got our three PR pillars in place. Mm -hmm. So we come to you now. What does the process look like? How do we vet you? How do you vet your clients? You know, how do you know if it's a good fit on both sides of the table? So you know, I had a discussion just yesterday with someone who. Um, they were referred to me for potential work. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not a good fit. I just need people to be clear on that. You know, you'll talk to someone mm -hmm. and it may, they may be amazing at what they do, but yeah. it's just not, it could be a personality, it could be any number of things. Gotcha. But what I would want my clients to ask me mm -hmm. is one, like, what 
do I envision, how do I envision working with them? Mm-hmm. So some clients, I'll do a camp, a campaign, a real mm-hmm. actual campaign where we're kind of like, we're not on the road per se, we're not necessarily going on tour, mm-hmm. but we're doing a, a media campaign, even locally or regionally, sometimes nationally. Mm-hmm. Um, I ask my clients, I mean, I can kind of see, I do a lot of research, so I can see I'm going to your website, I'm going to your social media, but when I talk to you, yeah. I'm I'm ga- engaging you to find out what is it you really want, almost like a therapist. Because people tell you one thing okay. because they're afraid to tell you the real thing. Gotcha. And the real thing, even in business, you know, the real thing could be, I right. want to be an Instagram star. Everybody type in hashtag PR therapy. <laughs> hey, that's me. Hey. Boom. So, Lonely man. Boom. We on live TV. <laughs> so look, if you want to be Instagram famous, yeah. let's talk about it. Now, that's not my, that's not my area. So gotcha. I'm not your publicist for that. And okay. I'll tell you. Um, if you want to be, you know, you want to be international, mm-hmm. you want to be on the state, you know, you want to be a speaker yeah. and you want to be in Europe and all these things. I'm yeah. not your publicist mm. because that's not what I do. So you're more local. I'm local, regional and national. But also when it comes to there are a lot of people who want to be speakers mm. and they'll hire a publicist yeah. because they want to get speaking engagements. Right. Some publicists are really good at that and some aren't. So it's it's almost kind of like being talent and you mm-hmm. have a, an agent or a manager or, gotcha. you know, because that's a, what people don't understand. That's a lot of work. And I think maybe they do. That's why they hire somebody else to do yeah, it. Yeah. So I'm just saying in 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 vetting a publicist, you really want to know what their specialty is. Hmm. You want to see proof. That's the number one thing. Proof. Gotcha. So look for the proof. Look for the results. If you're looking for a um, good PR rep to help you get the results you're looking for. So she said something. I want to stay on real quick, though. Um, when hiring a PR person, PR rep, you want to make sure you're open with each other and you have your goals down. Absolutely. But what's also more important is on your end as the business owner, make sure you have that back end ready, because it's great to be able to get this national local presence. Oh, yes. But then it's OK. What are you going to offer once you have it? Mm-hmm. You know, if it's going to be coaching, consulting, product services, you know, a lot of people, like you say, they want to get the awareness and the, the spotlight. But it's like, OK, now that you got a thousand extra followers, now what are you going to offer? Them? Exactly. Oh, now I have to go build something or put something together to offer. Have the whole plan in place. And see, as a, and any good publicist wouldn't allow you to hang yourself like that. Mm. Because if I'm working with you and I can see there, when I first got into being a publicist, a lot of people came to me, they wanted PR, but what they really needed was a business coach. Mm. And I got into like business coaching. I was like, wait a minute, that's not what I do. That's not what I want to do. <laughs> you didn't want to get in that line? I didn't want to, I was like, no, 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 that's not my thing. I, I knew what I was talking about, but that's yeah. not, that wasn't my, my desire, my heart. Right. Um, but so if I'm working with you, I'm not going to let you go on Good Morning America, knowing that yeah. your back end is not where it needs to be. Right. Because that can really, tie, that can mess up your business. Hmm. People don't, you know, they'll give you a chance, but for so, so yeah. long. Yeah. They come to you, they buy your product or whatever. If they have, don't have a good experience, they might not come back. Mm-hmm. And if you're not prepared for that, yeah. then that could really mess you up. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you got to make sure that if you're looking for these opportunities, be able to have something in place that you can take it to the next level. And make sure that you have an offering to keep your brand intact because you're going to work hard, spend a lot of money um, because I haven't met a cheap publicist yet. (laughs) They're out there. On Fiverr, right? Upwork? No. No, I'm not. I said that. (laughs) One day they might sponsor us. That's what I'm saying. You got to like. But you'll fix this. She'll clean it up for me. All right. So (laughs) now that we're on the right track, we got with you. We're on a team. Uh, We got our campaign going. So. 
what would you say is the first pro step in your process or for any business owner once they get a publicist on the team? Um, definitely media training, oh. because once, you know, it's one thing to talk to your friends, your homeboy, mm -hmm. everybody at the house about your business. Yeah. It's something else when you're in front of a camera or you're mm -hmm. with a reporter, yeah. because they're going to ask different questions than yeah. your friend, your best friend is. Absolutely. So, you know, if you're if your product is, um, again, let's just say bottled water mm -hmm. and we're in a furlough right now. Mm. Are you going to be giving out free water to furloughed workers? They may ask you anything hmm. and you have to be ready. How are you going to yeah. answer that? Gotcha. And it's not that you have to have the perfect answer every time. Sometimes yeah. if you ever watch um, political commentators, yeah. they always answer the question they want you to ask, not the question you actually ask hmm. in many times. So I may ask you a question, yeah. you don't have an answer for it or you don't want to answer it. Yeah. So you just say the thing you want out there you put out there what you want out there that's a little sure. so next time you watch cnbc msnbc and yeah. all these shows you know they'll ask a question and mm -hmm. the person and you're like they didn't answer the question they answered it the way they wanted to answer it gotcha. so that that's a tactic huh. so i will i'm not going to train you to be deceptive i'm going to train you to put yourself and your business in the best light hmm. so a good pr rep will help you finesse the media See, you should be in PR. <laughs> no, I got too many lanes. Don't already. take my I'm job. Good. Don't I'm, take my I'm job. good. I'm good where I'm at. All right. I'm helping y'all build a brand that brings business with marketing and advertising. That's what I do. <laughs> Stay there. Stay there. I'm staying in my All lane. Right. All right. So now that we've got our media training, uh, what happens when we get on the media now? So what what are our expectations once we're in so, under those hot lights? Mm -hmm. Expectations are going to be in alignment with what your goals are. So for instance, if you're a tech company, my goal, if you're my client, is to get you in all the tech media. Hmm. Not that I wouldn't get you in mainstream media, but that's your that's definitely your lane. Yeah. You know, we want to make sure that everybody in tech knows about your company, your product, your app, whatever it is. Hmm. Um, so, you know, we're doing media training. We've already made sure that your website and everything's ready to go. Mm -hmm. And to, again, it always goes back to your goals. I can't stress that enough. So, you know, and the reason I say that is because I, as a publicist, I want to make sure not only that we're reaching your goals, but that we are, I'm being measured on what you hired me to do. Mm. And that's that. There's a difference there. So gotcha. you you hired me to get you in the media, right? And if I, I may get you on ten TV shows, yeah, but you don't make one extra dollar. Ooh, let's talk about that. So <laughs> I've done my job. I'm as far as I'm concerned, I'm successful. I didn't got you on here, 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 here. And but you're like, but I'm I'm yeah. not making any sales. Well, let's let's look at that. And this is what I'm saying. This is yeah. why you do all the work beforehand. Right. So why didn't you make the sales? What are you selling? Is it mm. something that people really want or need? These are business mm. questions. These yeah. aren't PR questions. You know what I mean? That's the coaching. But that has to, right. But that has to be established yeah. because otherwise you're looking at me cross-eyed like, well, I spent all this money and this yeah. time and everything, and I don't have one extra dollar in the bank yeah. for my business. Yeah. What happened? That is an objection I've had to overcome with some of my clients because um, as I'm getting ready to run their ads and things, they're like, I want to make sure this isn't like the PR experience I had where I spent all this money. I got on these shows and et cetera, but I didn't make any extra sales. Mm -hmm. And that's why I have to tell them, you know, come into defense of the PR industry. I don't believe that's their job. You know, if we look at the sales funnel and the sales process, it's like no like trust, right? Mm -hmm. That's what you get into in regards to helping your conversions. You get people to know you first, like you, then trust you. Then they buy when they have a need or yeah. desire. Yeah. So the PR is at the top piece. They got to make sure that 
people are aware of you that you exist and what you offer and now it's up to the marketing and advertising get people to like and trust you and what you offer so you can make conversions so um, I, I stand in an agreement that the PR is not there to help you make sales then increase your exposure so once you have the rest of the marketing funnel in place you can make more sales then would you agree to that bravo bravo <laughs> so Keep that expectation in mind before you invest in PR. Make sure you have the rest of the funnel yes. um, built out. Make sure you yes. have the back end and just know that, hey, this is an investment on awareness, not necessarily conversion. Right. So right. Um, thank you for. But, you know, and the thing about that today, you know, we have so many people. I get them all the time. You see you're on Facebook or whatever your social media platform of choice is. Mm -hmm. And you have some person who's on the beach in Maui and, you know, they're talking about the stunt figures they made last yeah. month and everything. Oh, so we're in that culture where it's like it's instant and it's easy. Yeah. And, and even if those people actually do make seven figures, because some mm -hmm. of them don't. Um, but even if they really do, mm -hmm. you know, it probably was, you know, years in the making. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And so it wasn't then. overnight. And that's that's another piece that yeah. people have to really be aware of, even with PR. You know, I always tell people it takes a few months, especially if no one knows you. Yeah. No one's ever heard of you. Now, it's, again, it depends on what you're selling. There are some people out there yeah. who have amazing products or right. businesses, and it's something that's novel that nobody's yeah. ever done, or you're the first to do it. Right. Um, then people are going to jump on, and they're going to, you know, come and visit your hostel. Shout out, Deidre. Hey. Or, um, <laughs> or Create Space. Which huh? I think is so brilliant. Not create space, church space. Church space. Yes. You Shout out to all. Oh yeah, day hours. Oh yeah. yeah, brilliant. See, that to me is brilliant. Those right. are brilliant ideas. Mm -hmm. So they're going to attract people naturally. Mm -hmm. um, you have to really make sure that what you're offering is something that people want and need. And again, that goes back to your your revenue model, your business model. What you got to fix that on the front end. Absolutely. So you got to make sure it's unique, like. As University. Like as University. <laughs> Coming up on February, or January 26th. That I see everywhere. <laughs> Every time I turn my phone on. Every time. There's Tristan. Always there in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> but in regards to that, you need to make sure you're always in front of your target market because, once again, if they don't know you exist, they can't transact with you. And it takes 12 to 24. 12 to 24. Yes. It I used to be seven. seven. Yeah, Ooh, it used to be seven. Now wow. it takes 12 to 24 piece of exposure, interaction for people to even like make a move. And you know what? I, I, I actually track my own you know, mm -hmm. conversion. What is it going to take for me to actually buy something? Um, and it does it does take, which I'm, you know, yeah. I, I research. I'm a skeptic. But. So it might take me like 15 to 30, but it takes about 12 to 24 interactions for people to actually purchase something. From really? So what are you all doing to get in front of your potential clients 12 to 24 times? Somebody type that in there, 12 to 24 touch points mm -hmm. um, before we can have a conversion or a yep. sale. So what can someone do who maybe not has the Misty budget or the Vanessa Wade budget? <laughs> for a PR rep, but still needs to get that exposure, that access. Well, the first thing you can do is log <laughs> on to mistywoomedia.com hey, and punch in your little email address there and we'll send you some templates, some contacts, some things that you can do on your own. Um, but in, And I, I am serious about that, but in seriousness, mm -hmm. there are a lot of things that you can do on your own. Um, one is get into... Um, get in touch with any trade organizations that are specific to your industry. If okay. you're a barber, if you do nails, if you're an oil and gas, whatever it is, you have to become immersed in your industry because 
those are, that's probably where you're going to get the most support and the most um, like referrals for business, things like that. So you want to immerse yourself in your industry, um, meet, meeting with other professionals like these things really work. I used to hate networking, like hating. No, really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm an introvert. I'm talking a lot now just because I have to, but I'm an introvert. So I hated networking. But it actually works. When you meet people, you form relationships. I know these sound, you know, like you hear it all the time, Cliche, yeah. but it actually works. It I don't advertise my business yeah. because it's all through referrals. And that's just been, you know, blessed that way. But some of the other practical things you can do, um, you can write your own press release, even if you're not a writer. Hmm. You know, I encourage everyone to pay attention to what's going on in the world and how it can relate to your brand. Hmm. So, you know, again, right now we have, you know, I hate to keep harping on this, but the furlough situation, yeah. that's an excellent opportunity for anyone to do something nice or kind mm -hmm. for furloughed workers. Yeah. Um, they're in a lot, they're in need right now. Yeah. And so if you have a company or you have a product or service that can benefit them, heck yeah, get out there and give them free pizzas. You, now you're seeing it a lot. You're yeah. seeing it a lot now. But give them free pizzas or whatever it is that you, you know, maybe it's a makeover. Maybe it's some diapers for somebody's kid or something like that. That's an excellent opportunity for you to do something really nice and kind for someone else and potentially get media out of it. Not that you want to, you know, yeah. take take advantage take of the advantage, situation. Yeah. You want it to come from your heart. Absolutely. If that's within your heart to do, then do it. And, you know, that's something. And, and that's just one example. So yeah. even if it's like, you know, like the holidays, we just had Christmas. Right. So maybe it's something where you have a sale or you know hmm. you so the young lady from new orleans who sold like a million dollars right, in one day right wow i mean that's that's <laughs> and that's a great example of knowing your your customer yeah her people were there for her they're and, engaged and social media i mean they're engaged yeah. they follow and they buy mm -hmm. most importantly but they didn't just hear about her that day yeah they already had a relationship with her Time. and so they knew to be on the lookout for a sale yeah. when she had it they bought all they want you can't beat that. And then the and then the PR she got afterwards. Yeah. So when you do something amazing, um, make sure you let everybody know about it. There are a few people who, you know, if you're the first or the youngest mm -hmm. or the oldest. Yeah. Or I just saw a story the other day about um, this elderly woman who lost 120 pounds walking in her living room. Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, she did other things. She became vegan. Yeah. So that helped. But the headline said that she lost 120 pounds walking in her living room. Wow. And that's a great point. That's a headline that I stopped and I was like, wait a minute, what? how'd you do that? You know, mm. and you have to really think about what's the hook. You know, what are you doing in your business that is interesting that's going to hook somebody? Mm. A lot of people think that just because they're doing something is media worthy. And a lot of times, I would say nine times out of 10, it's not. Yeah. People who write books, I hate to tell you, nobody cares about your book. Ooh. Unless you're telling me you're curing cancer <laughs> or you're curing something or you yeah. have some. No, not one person besides you and your mama cares about your book. Now, I'm not saying that to be harsh. I'm saying it because it's reality. Yeah. And but what you can do if you have a book, you're thinking about writing a book, what you can do is make it relatable, make it injured. There's got to be some nugget in there mm. that you can pull out that's relatable to a lot of people. And you pitch that to the media. Gotcha. You don't pitch your book. You pitch the subject. So if you have a book about. Um, clothing, yeah. tailoring. Gotcha. Okay. You might say how um, you might, you might relate that to how does dressing well mm -hmm. make you excel in your career? Mm -hmm. Now that's not about your book. That's a topic. 
So when you get on the news or you're in the newspaper, whatever, then you tag your book on. Your book is the cherry on top. Your book isn't the topic. It's the cherry. The topic is how can we make this a relatable story Hmm. for so many people? If you're able to do that, you will always have consistent media. Wow. Yeah. Hope y'all hope y'all got that. Type that in if you, you caught that I information. Hope I was clear on that. If no. I wasn't clear, let me know in the comments. So, so allow me to retort <laughs> or reiterate. So find something that is first thing you said was find something that's trending and then tie yes. it into your brand, your Absolutely. message, your platform. You know, example was uh, if something's going on right now with the furlough. Make sure that you can come in and maybe speak on that. You know, hey, my organization provides assistance to people yes. that are in this kind of situation. Um, then the other one was if you have a book or some type of platform of that nature, find out how a nugget from that like will then be your keynote or your book and tie it into something that the media may want to hear about and put you on a platform form. And then you can bring your book into the narrative, not just, hey, put me on a media for my book. Exactly. Right. Okay. Exactly. 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 So that's good information. Misty. I'm glad you like So now we have a great question that we talked about earlier. Oh, boy. <laughs> Y'all going to love this. This is just clickbait. Um, if you I'm were, glad you said that. <laughs> this clickbait. If this is, you were R. Kelly's publicist, how would you save Rob from this situation? <laughs> you see my face right now? Because I'm not feeling this question. Just to be clear, I would never be his publicist or a publicist of someone who is in that situation. Although you never know. I mean, things happen that, you know, you didn't foresee. But, you know, as from strictly from a PR perspective, mm-hmm. um, you always want to find a solution-based uh, answer to even the most heinous of situations. Mm-hmm. So in this case, you know, We've heard the stories that R. Kelly was abused as a child, mm-hmm. he and his brother, um, by a family member. That would be the nugget that I would hmm. uh, bring to the forefront and gotcha. keep it in the forefront as much as possible. It doesn't excuse anything he's done. I mean, for heaven's sakes, I don't no, even go down never, that road. Never. But my point is just that from a crisis communication perspective, and that's just one type of crisis. You got all kinds of, but for that, in that particular situation, that's the only thing that I can see that he would be able to hang his hat on to maybe going in a more positive direction in terms mm-hmm. of shedding light on the fact that boys get abused too. Right. A lot of times we don't talk about that as a community, as a society. We always look at girls because it does happen to girls a lot more. Absolutely. But boys get, you know, mm-hmm. uh, abused too. And what happens to them when they do? Mm-hmm. This, and I mean, I don't know the whole story. I try not to, but this could potentially be a result of that. And so we need to talk about that. So if I was mm-hmm. his publicist, that's what I would be putting out there. You would open that channel. I would. Op- I definitely would. Wow. And, and it's worth talking about, yeah. not just to get him off the hook. I don't think that's really possible, although yeah. there are people who still fan inform. Um, but if I was in a situation <laughs> where I had a client who, you know, was in hot water like that, yeah. then I would look for where can we, how, what can we take from this in a positive light, hmm. whether it's healing, yeah. whether it's shedding light on something that nobody wants to talk about before. Mm-hmm. It's a number of the, I mean, take the Me Too movement. Things happen in in offices and companies all the time. And I mean, it's been happening for decades and we've, it's been swept under the rug. Absolutely. And now all of a sudden we're talking about it. So it's a whole thing. So I would I would go that route. OK, so let me do a little PR cleanup. This was my question. Misty says she would never represent P- R. Kelly. <laughs> we are not condoning anything that he did or making any excuses. So not that one. he's asked me to represent. No. <laughs> so I just want to make sure we're clear on that part of it before we move forward. So. <laughs> Clickbait. Um, so let's talk about now that they are on the media, 
what should business owners do now that they have these assets, right? Like I have clips, I have articles, mm -hmm. I have um, this exposure. Now, what do I do with it to increase it? Because only so many people watch the news, so many people are going to read the magazine. Right. How can I get my target market aware of this media exposure? Well, I recommend you have a list of, of places to post. Hmm. You definitely want to put it on your website. You put everything on your website. You want to put it on all your social media channels. Um, and more, remind me to talk about that a little bit more. Okay. Um, and then you also want to put it in, if you do a newsletter, if you do any type of um, email campaigns, you want to include clips, just basically letting everyone know what you're about and where you are. Hmm. Now, if you are, let's say you, you're you up for, I get a lot of people who want to speak publicly. Yeah. Um, when you're sending out your speaker packages, you want to include that in your media kit. Hmm. By the way, you should have a media kit. So break that down between, okay. between a, a speaker one sheet and a media kit. So a speaker, like a one sheet is mm -hmm. one sheet. It's okay. a summary of who you are, what you're about, what you're talking about, okay. what your topics are. A media kit or press kit or EPK, which is the electronic press kit, mm -hmm. is basically a packet about you. Um, and it sells you, you know, there are pictures, hopefully there's your bio, there may be even be some press clippings if you have any. And if you don't, that's OK. Mm -hmm. um, you want to have your topics, things that you're talking about. If you're going to speak publicly, um, you may have a fact sheet about yourself or about your industry. Hmm. So, you know, if you are. And I'm always trying to give an example, but if you're in that's good, that's good. you know, the podcasting world, yes. you might have some stats about podcasting on there mm -hmm. just so just to give the reader to orient them. Yeah. Why should they care about podcasting? Oh, well, did you know there are over 550,000 podcasts? Like I learned that too. I was like, wow, really? Like who, who is that? Did you from what I said? You? No, I did not. I did my own <laughs> research. I'm a nerd. Um, so you can have a, a press kit, a one sheeter. You can mm -hmm. have, you know, I would just suggest if you, if you've been in the media and you've made those appearances, you want to make them work for you. Absolutely. Um, even if some people use them to raise their rates. So now that they've they've done all this media, mm. they're about to raise their rates. Wow. Maybe. It's, you know, the level up is real. There you go. <laughs> so if yeah. you get on, on that local news, you might want to increase that invoice, right? <laughs> you can also use it as a blog post. I mean, there's so many things you can do with it. Yeah. You know, you post on all your social media, you write a blog post, you um, make sure you get pictures while you're at the TV station or being interviewed by the mm -hmm. um, the reporter, social you proof. tag right. That's your you love that social proof. Love social proof. You tag you know you tag the people who interviewed you. You tag yeah. the media companies like they they may you may not see it on their feed, mm -hmm. but it makes them that aware, aware of you. Gotcha. You know, and and then it shows appreciation. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So she made a good point. If you have interviews and things like that, you can convert those into blog posts um, and whatnot. If you want a inexpensive way to transcribe that so you can basically upload that video go to rev.com they charge a dollar per minute so if you have a five minute clip pay five dollars they'll type all the words out for you now you can just convert that into a blog post so um, that's a good tip for you all to kind of like a, a business hack for you <laughs> so the other thing that i mentioned earlier in terms of social media you know, we get bogged down thinking we have to be on every social media platform. Mm -hmm. And it's really more effective if you choose your platform mm -hmm. that you're going to blow out. Exactly. You know, it's one thing to be on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, everywhere. So you have a presence there, but then your page is empty. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't look good. I would rather you 
be on Facebook and Twitter or whatever your platforms are and just maximize the heck out of them gotcha. than to be everywhere and be mediocre everywhere. Gotcha. What are your two favorite social media platforms? Um, definitely Facebook mm -hmm. and LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. LinkedIn yeah, is LinkedIn. a treasure trove. If you're not on LinkedIn and you're in business, you're missing out. I'm on LinkedIn, LinkedIn but I need to do better. You do. I'm a Facebook guy. I'm a face. I'm Facebook and LinkedIn yeah. are like my. I'm on Facebook every day. Mm -hmm. I'm not on LinkedIn every day because I can be on LinkedIn for hours really? and I don't have that kind of time. Really? Oh yeah, LinkedIn okay. is like when you're trying to when you're trying to like make money. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I should say this. Like bigger money. Real money. Real money. Oh, money. 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 You're <laughs> on LinkedIn, and you, there are things to do to maximize that. Facebook is cool because it's great for, you know, social and family and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah. and Facebook spreads things a lot faster. Absolutely. So if you want something to spread like wildfire, mm -hmm. Facebook, I would say, or or Twitter, really. Yeah. I'm not a Twitter, like, I see the value of Twitter. Yeah, it's just but, too much. I mean, it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. For so, what I do. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm a testament of the power of social media and allowing it to expand your brand and get you opportunities. Um, uh, my first opportunity to be on local news, Fox 26, was at the time I was really well branded as an insurance agent. Uh, Houston was flooding about four or five years ago. Someone said, hey, we need someone to come talk about flood insurance. Someone in a position was like, hey, I follow this insurance guy on Facebook. Let me reach out. Next thing you know, I'm on a couch with Jose. Grinnell. Shout out to Jose. <laughs> um, but so you can use social media right now until you can get a PR rep to really consistently Put your brand out there in front of the right people. It just takes consistency. Make sure you're on point with your message. And every post have a strategy. This is either expand my brand or get someone to know, like, and trust me more. So that's really my post posting strategy. Well, and and the other thing, you were media ready. Mm. So, and that's something I always encourage. You know, when I'm talking to producers at different TV stations, if they come to me and ask me, and I get this, I get asked this every week to find someone to be on TV, like every week. Mm -hmm. And that's not a problem, that's what yeah. I do. But there are some people, there is, they may have their own company, but I know they are not media ready. Mm -hmm. And that just means that you know how to talk to the media, you know how to talk in sound bites if it's on television, mm -hmm. you know what to say and what not to say, because what not to say is, is as important yeah. as knowing what to say. Um, and then you know how to give them the message that they can use. Mm -hmm. If you know how you watch the news yeah. and you'll see someone and they've given a sound bite and you're like, oh, <laughs> why did they this person? Yeah. And a lot of times it's really because some people just don't want to be on TV and those are people who want to be on TV. But gotcha. my point is just that um, being media ready means having your look together. If that's part of what you do, you know, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> having your look together, having your messaging down and just being available. Because there are some people who I call who I think would be amazing, but they're always tied up. And that's mm. that's great because that means your business is popping. That's Hopefully that's why you're tied up. But just be media ready, okay. um, folks. Sometimes they're just not. So <laughs> they're not. <laughs> but that part of my job is to if you're my client, I get you media ready. You get them, you but if you don't have a publicist, one way to stay media ready, just you know, keep your office straight and immaculate because they may want to come to your office and interview yes, you. They will. <laughs> um, make sure you have reliable transportation. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. You know, a lot of times I'll call someone, they want to do the interview in one hour. Wow. You know, and you got to go from one side of town to the other. I mean, it's if you're going to get quick. it moves very quickly in this media game. If you're going to get in it, mm -hmm. you got to be ready for yeah. it. You can't just say, oh, I'm going to be a publicist and just hire a publicist and just sit back. No, because when I call you at yeah. two o'clock, but you got to pick your kid up. 
from daycare at 2.30, but they want to interview you at 3. I mean, that that happens every day. Gosh. And mm. those opportunities may not come back around so quickly. Yeah. They will come back around, but maybe not so quickly. So you so just, 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 just got to always be on pivot. <laughs> you got to be ready to stick and move. Stick, stick and, and move. move. Stick and move. For that period of time. Yeah. You know. And shout out to those who are watching media. Um, this is just my platform. So I am media ready and know what sound bites to say and not to say. So let me know. <laughs> so for those who are looking to take it to the next level, um, but maybe quite don't have it yet, or there's some resources out there, like, you know, help a reporter out, things like that you recommend. Yes. So, there. so there's help a reporter out, which is a platform where you get emails um, sometimes several times a day um, with opportunities from the media. So they're looking for someone to give them a soundbite on X, Y, and Z topic. Mm. Um, sometimes it's major media. Mm. They, it may say anonymous. And if it's anonymous, sometimes that means they don't want you to know mm. that it's ABC News. Wow. I mean, it's probably not ABC News, but it could be, it could be, it could be mm. fortunate. It could be, you know, um, I've gotten some people on some major media through wow. that platform. Nice. Um, but you also want to pay attention to, you know, identify where you want to be. Some people, and this is a this is a problem I find a lot. They want to cast a wide net and they want to cover, they want to be everywhere. Yeah. And that's not necessarily going to get you what you want. So, you know, you may identify the top 10 media places you want to be, hmm. you know, whether it's locally or nationally. And let's focus on those okay. and really pour our energy into those until we just max it out and then we move on to the next and the next but telling me you want to be on every tv station in the world is not really going to get you what it's not going to get you that it's not going to get you what you really want gotcha. which if it's if it's clients yeah. you know somebody yeah. from india calling you but you can only deliver to southwest houston that's a problem that is a problem you know that is a problem <laughs> so let's talk let's wrap up with the four benefits of having a great pr um strategy and then we can talk about what a complete team looks like as far as like from the PR to marketing and advertising, coaching, all that. Um, so four benefits uh, for having a good PR um, strategy is it raises awareness. So it increases knowledge of your business, your product, your service, and what it is you do. Uh, number two is it draws in new customers. So more people know about you and they have that need or desire, chances are they're more likely to acquire from you. Thirdly, it entices investors. So if you have that media exposure they're like, hey, I didn't know this company is this sort of this product. I would like to invest in that kind of like a shark tank and it, it, it entices investors or sharks to come on in. And then lastly, it tracks employees. So people are looking for good places to work. People that uh, are looking for places that have longevity, look like they're going to be stable, um, that can uh, pay them on a consistent basis. So if your, your presence on the media looks like, hey, this is a good company, you can attract more qualified employees potentially with that because you can say, hey, we're one of the top ranked companies in Houston, best places to work, things like that. So would you agree with those four? I would. I would. I want to add something really quickly. A lot of people are doing events these days. Mm -hmm. So we are event crazy right now, which is not a bad thing. Yeah. It's, it's fun, actually. But what I would encourage people to do, if you're going to do an event, plan it with media in mind. And mm -hmm. what I mean by that is you know, have elements that would be attractive to the media in your planning of your event. Okay. So, you know, if you're if you're planning a conference and it's a lot of speakers, nine times out of 10 TV people don't care about talking heads mm. unless you're Oprah or somebody with a big yeah. name. But otherwise, if you're, you know, Jane Smith and you 
Yeah, you wrote a book, yeah. of course. And, <laughs> um, but and you may have some amazing speakers. Don't get me wrong, but that's not attractive to media. They don't really want to see just people standing at a podium talking or on a stage. Yeah. But what they may want to see is a demonstration of something. Hmm. Or if you have, um, you know, it might be a tech conference. Hmm. Well, what can make that tech conference sexy? Well, let me show you this robot or let me demonstrate this new app or, you know, if you're a church even, hmm. you know, what is it that you're going to do at your church that's that's amazing visually? Hmm. So when I'm pitching my clients, I, especially when I'm pitching television, I always pitch from a visual uh perspective gotcha. that's the tv producer of me so i pitch visual and that's what they that's what they want they yeah. want to know when i'm sitting at home watching tv what am i going to actually see somebody yeah. standing at a podium talking nobody will see that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not so, much. so just think about that when you plan your events okay excellent excellent and to wrap it up so what does a complete team look like for a business as far as pr marketing advertising coaching consulting what does that look like what's that structure i think it it evolves, it mm -hmm. changes as the business changes, as the business grows and the goals change. So right. if you're going to outsource these things, I would start with marketing first, because again, that's your foundation. You wanna make okay. sure you have that straight. Um, and that marketing person should be able to write really well. Anybody you hire should be able to write really well mm -hmm. and communicate really well. Um, you wanna have a graphic, a great graphic designer. Mm -hmm. You wanna have, these days you wanna have a great, um, Videographer, absolutely. Shout like, out to Jason Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like everybody needs a videographer yes. these days. I mean, a writer, a videographer, those two are like really key. Um, from a PR and marketing standpoint, mm -hmm. those are those going to be your key folks. Mm -hmm. Make sure you get an accountant yes. and an attorney. That's yes. just my little business tip. And a good insurance agent. <laughs> well, excellent, excellent. Well. Thank you for being here today. I hope you all have got some good information from this. What is one unique thing that people would like to know about Misty, but everyone doesn't know? Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can discuss you're not, that here. You're not like, like <laughs> she's a deep down Cowboys fan. No. Oh, oh, see. <laughs> or Falcons. No, oh, it's not. You're not. <laughs> That's Clickbank right there. <laughs> Who that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm, I feel like it's so funny. I feel like I'm an open book, mm -hmm. but some people are like, you're, you're so private. You're this, that. Yeah. I mean, ask me a question. I don't know. What's your favorite food? My mom's cooking. It's mom's always going to be, yeah, anything. She can fix anything. Really? She could probably make this water taste like wine. So she makes. Anyway, she's not Jesus. Oh, wow. But she could. <laughs> She's just amazing. She's an amazing cook. So, but I would say. Um, so she makes the best pumpkin pie in the booth. She'll make pumpkin pie. <laughs> See, blasphemy. She makes sweet potato pie that it will make you slap your same. mama. Okay, I'm just okay. saying. No, it does not. Okay. It tastes the same. Where are you from? Houston. Oh. I guess home to be okay, exact. Okay, well. <laughs> that's no All right. Um, no, you know, I'm just. Uh, I, I home cooking, home cooking. Gotcha. Yeah. So, if they are look, if you're looking for information for Misty, be sure to check out her website, mistybluemedia.com. It's scrolling right here at the bottom. Uh, for you, be sure to opt in. She won't spam me, but she'll be sending you information, tips, and tricks on how to get into the media and master the media as well. So, we want to shout out our sponsors. Thank you to um, Designs by Shamir. She is sponsored the graphics and this episode of the Revenue Clinic, as well as Growthly Podcast Studio. So, if you like what you see, you like your own podcast, be sure to go to growthly.com, talk to Mr. Josh Webb. He can help get you set up. And closing out on January 26, 10 30 to 2 30, I have 
the ads university group course where i'll be teaching you how to make your own facebook ads so you can attract your target market and increase your conversions so it's good that you can get on media but how have you showed that video clip to your target market to increase your awareness and your legitimacy and now you can close more sales if you want to learn that i'll be teaching that on january 26 you can click that link below it'll take you right to it so thank you all for tuning in we will see you all next week at 12 o'clock central standard time y'all have a